Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of the award-winning podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire. And you're listening to the Excelsior Journeys with George Soroy. Prepare to ignite. Is there a burning desire within to share your creativity with the rest of the world? Do you insist on pursuing your passion by any means necessary? Then you are on an Excelsior journey and you are not alone. Welcome back to Excelsior Journeys. This is George Soroy, and welcome to episode 71. I still can't believe we've gone this far with the show, and I am so excited for all the episodes to come. This show is not slowing down anytime soon. This week, I got to talk with Tracy Staten, who has her own business, Magical Mindset. It is a wonderful empowerment service that allows you to kind of tap into the passions that you have and increase the joy in your life in everything that you do. If you know Tracy, you know just how of a wonderfully positive person she is. That translates over the air in spades. I am so thrilled that you'll get to hear from her. You'll get to hear her story. You get to hear um, how she decided to go in this direction. All the issues that she uh, she has dealt with, with getting her own business off the ground, Uh, She's got a lot to tell. I am so looking forward to you hearing everything. If you have not yet subscribed to the show, please do. If you are an iPhone user, you can subscribe on Apple Podcast. If you are an Android user, there are a lot of other options. You can find all the options for where to subscribe to the show at he'sgotit.com slash Excelsior Journeys. And also as another note, If you go to that site, you're also going to find a special branded to-do list that you can go ahead and download yourself. And this will be a wonderful tool for you for 2021. This is all about New Year's resolutions. We're all about figuring out like what we want to do to improve ourselves for this very, very historic year uh, with everything that we had dealt with in 2020 and what the uh, the remnants of that that we're still dealing with today. I am still very, very excited for the future. I am so looking forward to seeing where this goes, where I go, where my family goes. I, I am just so filled with excitement for everything. And I'm thrilled with excitement for all of you because you are here, you're listening. I am so grateful to you for that. And if you also go to the site, he's got it.com slash Excelsior Journeys, um, you'll also be able to fill out an application to be a guest. You can fill out an application to be a sponsor. If you would like to sponsor a show, it's only $20 per episode. If you want to do a full month, that's only $50. If you want to do a six-month block, that's $200. So you're getting two months free with that. So there's a lot of opportunities for you to join in, interact with the show. And at the end of each episode, as I'm doing from now on with this new format, you will also be hearing little 30-second clips from different listeners that have submitted their answers to my monthly question. You'll be hearing that every episode, and you're going to be hearing it a few more in this episode for this week. Again, if you would like to participate, there are still openings for the last couple of episodes for January. All you have to do is answer 
this question. What is your New Year's resolution? All you have to do is use your voice recorder app on your iPhone or Android, whatever you have. Record your name, where you're from, and what your New Year's resolution is. And then go ahead and send that audio file to me at george at he's got it.com. And that will go into the show. And you're going to hear your own voice on a podcast. How great will that be? We're about to join the conversation with Tracy Staten. But first, a quick word. Today's episode has been sponsored by Kimberly Spencer and The Princess Process. Have you ever wondered why most creatives settle for mediocre? They want to get their passion projects out there, but they just don't. What is it that successful creative entrepreneurs have figured out that most will never realize? One word, purpose. But it has to be your purpose, not someone else's version of what you should do or who you should be. Because I'm going to tell you, you were born to be extraordinary. You were born to stand out. You were born to be bold and motivating and powerful. But you must choose it. That's what my friend Kimberly Spencer's program, The Princess Process, will help you do. As my friend and certified high-performance coach, Kimberly Spencer is an expert in challenging emerging leaders to go from mediocre and blending in to becoming the courageous conquering queen of their business, bodies, and lives. So please click on the link at the bottom of this episode's description and join a community of courageous leaders who are daring to be different and stepping into all of their power with clarity and confidence. Step into your purpose and sign up today. Welcome back to Excelsior Journeys. This is George Soroy. And for all, anyone who has been a listener of the show from the beginning, uh, you know that I am a big fan of West Coast Swing. It's something that my wife got me into uh, back in, after years of uh, trying to get me into it. Uh, we finally made it happen in 2011, and it was nothing but reward after reward after that. Um, especially the next year when I got to compete in my first event over in uh, at Meet Me in St. Louis, over in uh, in St. Louis, Missouri. So it's not just a clever name, and um, I got to really see just how inviting so much of the West Coast Swing community is. Um, I distinctly remember uh, one of the more uh, well-known instructors, Stacy K, walking up to me and asking, "Would you like to dance?" And so, for someone who's really just kind of getting into it, it it that was a really nice boost. Um, and by the way, Stacy, congratulations on the recent engagement. Um, as the years went on, and I got more uh, to learn more and more about the dance itself, um, I got to befriend quite a few people that were really, really well experienced in it. And one in particular was somebody that I seemed to connect with very quickly. And turns out that was Tracy Staten. And it's someone who I was who I noticed right from the start had a very positive, fun mindset that made you want to get these dances right and made you in really helped you enjoy the dance as a whole. And little did I know that years later, after uh, Tracy and I would become Facebook friends, little did I know that uh, she would be taking that sort of positive, fun vibe that she has and applying it to a to a performance coaching business. And that is what she has right now. 
She has recently launched her own business, Magical Mindset Coaching, and she has some great ideas for the future. I'm really looking forward to seeing where she goes with it, and I am so excited to have her here with us to talk to you about it. So without further ado, may I introduce Tracy Staten. Tracy, how are you? I like I'm grinning from ear to ear. My cheeks actually really hurt after that intro because that is <laughs> so amazing. Because like like the thing is, is that you never know. Just by you being yourself, you don't know how you really like impact like the day, the life, the moment of someone else. And so just hearing like kind of being in the background and like hearing how. My, how I impacted you in the dance and brought that joy to you also is just like, it makes me so happy. Well, I was, I was always excited when I knew that you were going to be there as, as a teacher, as an instructor, because I knew that I was going to learn something. It was going to stick and I was going to have fun doing it. And oh, I, I always, it. I always made a point of, of remembering that. So, um, Thank you. You know, and you're also the second person in uh from the west coast swing community that i've had on the show um really? okay yeah i actually opened i actually opened up the show with doug rozier um <gasps> love it yeah yeah you, you yeah you, you got to go back and listen to that one that was i i couldn't think of a better way to start off this whole show that was my episode one um, absolutely doug's amazing he really is he really is and um so let's let's focus on just a little bit about magical mindset now how did um what what it what exactly is magical mindset? What is the real crux that you have with this? Well, so like so, I've I've been in the self development uh, field for a while. It's what I went to school for: human development and family science. And so afterwards, um, shortly after that, just kind of to give you a little glimpse of my journey and how I got here is um, I found West Coast Swing, mm-hmm. and through West Coast Swing, I was able to open my my heart, my mind, my soul to different kinds of people, different kinds of music, and through like and that that in itself helps you grow so much as an individual individual as a person. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that to kind of like, just kind of fast forward a little bit, um, West Coast Swing gives you so many opportunities to travel, not just here in the U S but abroad and, you know, other countries. And so, um, uh, like I ended up going around traveling. I went, I went to Europe for three months and I went to three different dance events and got to meet so many other people over there. And, and, and through the combination of West Coast swing and travel, mm-hmm. I realized what spark that really brought out in me whenever I removed myself from society standards, from family assumptions of what you should do with your life. Whenever I really got to know myself and realize the magic that comes out in me, whenever I really do what I feel like, like I get to clear out the clutter and clear out all the voices and figure out what I'm really called to do yeah. and what really makes me happy. I figured like I wanted to take all of the education that I'd gotten and all from everything that I'd done, whether it be experience and, you know, working as a behavior specialist um, in case management and those kinds of things and all the, the emotional intelligence training that I'd gotten along with the, um, the travel and the dance and this personal expansion, I wanted to package that together and help other people really like really find and release the magic in them mm-hmm. by really finding out who they are and what they really want. That's great. That's that's so great. Um, so <laughs> since you had gone to school for uh, personal development, that mm-hmm. actually is a, is a good um, is a good segue into what I always call the lightning bolt moment. There's always that sort of moment that 
comes in all of us mm-hmm. that makes you decide that is what I am going to do. That's the, the direction I'm going to go in. That's the life I want to have for myself. Mm-hmm. What was that moment for you? What made you want to go into the direction that you did? Well, like, you know, I don't feel like that there was a really a lightning bolt moment. Um, mm-hmm. Like there's, a, I, can, I can tell you there was a lightning bolt moment of a feeling that I wanted to chase forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, like, I can tell you that one as well. Um, so the, the lightning bolt moment of like this, this is so magical. I want to figure out how to keep this and have this forever. And I tell everyone, (laughs) for anyone listening who has heard the story before, you're welcome because I know you love it. Um, whenever I got off of the train in Venice, Mm -hmm. I got off the, so this has nothing to do with schooling. Right. I got off the train in Venice and I like, like I can, if you, if you could feel my heart right now, it happens every single time I talk about it. Yeah. And like, I literally almost want to cry. So whenever I step off the train and I walk out and Venice is there and Mm. it is just the most amazing sight to behold and just take in. And it's like, I'm here. Yeah. Cause you know, we, we all talk about, there's things that in our life that we talk about and that we like, we like, and one of them is like, Oh, I'm going to go to Europe and I'm going to backpack Europe and I'm going to do all these things. Well, honestly, how I got there was I got tired of talking. I got tired of talking smack on myself. I would just say these things and say these things and I would, and I never ended up doing them. And so I ended up, um, and I can elaborate on this more later. Mm -hmm. Um, I ended up selling everything, most everything I had. And I left for for Europe for three months. I went nomad for like four years. Oh my. Um, yeah. (laughs) Whoa. Now I'd see, I'd seen, you know, like the, the kind of, you know, the kind of traveling you were doing on Facebook. Mm -hmm. I had no idea Mm -hmm. that you went nomad. Like that's, that's wild. Yeah. And so, and like, that's, that's where like, whenever you do that and you get outside of like, whatever, when, if you, you are going to become whatever you stay in. Mm-hmm. If you, if you stay around negative people, you're going to be negative. If you stay around positive people, you're going to be positive. If you're around a diverse group of people, you're going to learn so learn so much more than what's just inside yourself. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I like, I would, the initial plan, which I know I'm kind of getting off the original question, right. um, is we were, I was initially planning on moving to Austin um, and I was like, well, I don't ha- like from San Antonio to Austin is where I was at. And okay. so I was like, ah, well, I don't have to go st- straight there. Right. <laughs> so, so I just packed <laughs> up my stuff and I'm like, I don't know when I'm going to move. So I decided I traveled and drove around all over the country. And then I decided to hop a plane to Europe and, you know, as long as they'd let me stay there. Right. And, and so back to that magical moment of, uh, you know, of Venice, it's just like, all the things I kept telling myself for me, for whatever reason, like, r- don't get me wrong. Rome was great, but Rome was after Venice. Yeah. Um, so like, so the, the, the step into Venice was just like, it's the things that you see in movies. It mm. is just, just this wide open vastness and like St. Peter's Basilica, just like, just actually seeing all those things in person. Yeah. It's like, you can really do whatever you set your mind to. Mm-hmm. And so like along the way and along the journey. And I've always been a teacher. Yeah. I've like, I've always, um, like I used to teach gymnastics to preschools and elementary schools. I had my own business. I would travel to different places. And so I've always been a teacher in some form or fashion. And so I wanted to, so along the journey, I wanted to figure out how to give other people this kind of release. Like when you, when you step out 
and do the thing that people tell you that you shouldn't do and you can't do. Because my father, as well as a number of other people, told me in not so many words, you can't do this. You can't travel by yourself. You're a woman. You shouldn't Mm. do this. This isn't safe. And I actually found so much the opposite. Yeah. And so so it was just, it was, so that was kind of my lightning bolt, Mm -hmm. but it's still just connected to, I want to give this to other people. How can I give this to people? Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of my roundabout lightning bolt thing. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so what was, what was college like for you to, to actually like get, um, learn more about personal development itself? Um, okay. So <laughs> you're going to laugh. Okay. Um, so, um, you wouldn't believe that I used to be a very big pessimist. What? Before. No. <laughs> I, I know, right? No, <laughs> don't believe it. No. <laughs> I, I, exactly. Uh, so before college, like I was still a, I was still like a, like a bubbly kind of person. Yeah. But like, I wouldn't believe anything you told me. Like, mm. if you told me like, oh, I'll be here for you. And like, you know, like just anything that you promised me, I'd be like, okay, great. And then like, whatever you liar. Like, I wouldn't believe anything anybody told me because I'd been let down so much in my life. Yeah. And um, so what was crazy and one of the biggest things I learned in college, and it was from a teacher that I really didn't like, mm. <laughs> which is really funny. Yeah. Um, I just did not like his energy, you know, but like a bit at the same time, I realized now I learned so much. And one of the things he, uh, the classes that we had to, that I took, one of the classes that I took from him was um, we had to, t- it was not exactly a debate class, but basically kind of the same setup mm-hmm. where we had, we have the same situation with four different points of view. Right. And we had to find the silver lining in everything that we saw. Right. And because the purpose was whenever we went to work with clients, people, because I was on the road to be like a social worker. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I did not do that. Um, but, uh, you know, like the, we were going to encounter people that had really dark lives mm. and we had to f- help them figure out how to find that silver lining, even in the grimmest of things. And I've heard some really, really dark, terrible stories. Right. And, and so through that help through learning how to help others find that, I learned how to find that for myself as well. So it's almost like you're, you know, like by you lighting a candle for someone else's darkness, yeah. you got to give a little light to your own. Yes. Yeah. And, and like, and it just, and it kept, it kept going and it kept glowing. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was such an amazing lesson that I still take with me today nice. and passed along. That's great. That's yeah. great. And so, um, so from there, you know, when, when was it when you first um, uh, discovered West Coast Swing and started to kind of apply that to your your dancing? Um, when did I start? Okay, so I learned uh, I learned about West Coast Swing. Somebody, I was living in Memphis um, mm-hmm. for. to <laughs> I've traveled a lot and I've lived a lot a lot of places, um, but I was living in Memphis and someone from church invited me to go swing dancing. I'm um, kidding. <laughs> which was very interesting. Not long after I moved to Oklahoma and all these things. Right. Um, but like, uh, I think, I think it was probably about a, you know, maybe a year in where I just, because when you first start something new, you just want, you want to be good. You want to be perfect and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And there was somebody I met maybe six, eight months, a year in something like that. His name is Dawn. 
And he would like, it didn't matter what I did, if it was right or wrong, like I'm playing, I'm learning how to play with the music. Mm-hmm. And um, he was just like, whatever I did, even if it was offbeat, he's like, yeah, yeah, girl, get it. Like, just like, <laughs> but like, he was being so encouraging yeah. with what I, with whatever I was doing. And I'm just like, so w- along the way, whenever I started dancing, I was just like, it doesn't matter what the dance is like. It's a ma- it matters how you feel in the dance. Like whenever you go to compete, this is something I tell myself and my students all the time because I do teach. Well, okay. After the pandemic, I'll continue teaching for fun. Right. Um, be, um, but like giving your, whenever like you go to compete, it's about having a good dance. It's not about placing mm-hmm. because the judges can see if you're really trying, like you're just trying to make the dance good or if you're just having a good time. Yeah. Whenever, whenever you let that inner magic out, it takes over and it merges with the music. It merges with yourself and it merges between you and your partner. And that is actually what makes the placement. Yeah whenever you really do those things. And so I'm like, so whenever I get a partner, I'm like, you ready to have some fun? Mm -hmm. Like that, like, that's my attitude. And I tell my, you know, tell my people that I tell my, you know, not my clients, my students, (laughs) I tell my (laughs) my students that, and it's because if you're not doing it for fun, like, why are you doing it? Yeah. Um, Letting, because it's all about dance is all about letting, letting out that it's, it's a release. It really is. Yeah. Emotions go. And if you're, if you're stifling that, then what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Something like that. You, you just, there's, there's no point in doing something like that if you're just doing it for monetary Mm -hmm. purposes or, or or anything like that. You know, there, Mm -hmm. there has to be the passion that comes with it or else Mm -hmm. you're just going through the motions and you're not doing your partner any favors by doing that. So a hundred percent. Yeah. So, yes. um, and so like, so on that side note, just what I, I wanted to add is that I actually quit competing for a while because of that. Really? I quit, comp- I quit competing for a while because I no longer felt the joy of the dance because I felt too much pressure ah. for, to, to, to compete. Like, because, yeah. because I'm a teacher, I should place at this place. Mm-hmm. And so putting that much pressure on, and then like, so the reason why I want to say this is because this can apply across the board period like if if you were doing something for joy and that joy is gone yeah i urge you to take a step back mm-hmm. until you can until you can find that joy again because whenever you put so much pressure on yourself to get this type of outcome mm-hmm. maybe you just need to step back and kind of let things flow as they may rather than try to force something it's so funny so, you say that because i actually kind of experienced my own little mini breakthrough just last night uh oh, because, really oh yeah yeah because um anyone anyone who's uh, listen to the show. Anyone who knows me knows that I have been really, really struggling with this third Excelsior book that I've been working on, and mm-hmm. it's it it just feels off. It feels like something was just wrong. I felt like I was you know really pushing, really mm-hmm. kind of forcing it, and it became not fun be, by <laughs> doing that because I am re- I'm really happy with the story itself. I like the story that I'm that I'm going to be telling. Um, mm-hmm. But I also know that my publisher would really love to see a draft soon. And mm-hmm. so just kind of feeling that sort of pressure, um, mm-hmm. I actually, instead of opening up my my draft um, last night, I went ahead and started a new document where I, all I did was just outline. Um, mm-hmm. And it was in that little outline that's when I realized that, okay, well, instead of this person over there, what about this person? And then that person, and then that that leads over to there. And, then, and all of a sudden it was just like... 
Brr, yeah, yeah. And there we go. And yes. it's just like, there's that candle. There, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, that's, that's what it feels like. It really felt like it was a candle in the darkness. Mm-hmm. And, it, it be, and it gave me a direction. Um, mm-hmm. which to me is, is <sighs> really what makes, what makes all, all the, all the difference because if you're just yes. fumbling around in the darkness, mm-hmm. you know, what are you doing? You know, like you, if you need to, you need to do something to get you the sort of light that you need to mm-hmm. get you the rest of the way. So, um, yes. and, that, and that same thing that you usually do doesn't always work. Like if right. it's not working, like st- sit back and like, l- like there is something to be said about energy and where the energy is going and how it's reacting. Mm-hmm. Like, listen to that. Yeah. Listen to that energy and follow its flow rather than you trying to control it. So yes, I love it. I'm, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that felt really good be, being, uh, hitting that sort of, milestone because all of a sudden now it just and it gave a, an extra element to one of my main characters in here because uh, originally she was going to be like a, a major character and she still is um mm-hmm. but we were gonna originally start the book with her um but now I realize I, I had an opportunity to kind of build her up a little bit um and all of a sudden it became like, um, a little bit about, you know, talking a little bit about her and a little bit more about her and a little bit more about her, basically kind of building up the expectations. And then chapter two, there she is. And so that that got me really excited because all of a sudden I had an opportunity to do that. So that's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So it's when you hit those sort of when you hit that sort of milestone, it's very much like um um, I'm not sure if you ever heard, you know, like Rick Warren speak, but you know, like when he said that, um, um, you know how, uh, God smiles when you be you yeah. and Ugh. yeah, that yes. sort of, that sort of thing. Like that's, it, it became like, it, it was, it's almost like he was just kind of sitting there just like, come on, you're, you're getting there. It's almost there. there. It's almost there. There you go. You got it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, so, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh, and honestly, like, I love that you bring that up because it's, it's like God smiles when you, you know, when you are who you're supposed to, do. I'm totally going to bo- like botching that, but yeah, go for to, it, repeat yeah. what, to, repeat, to repeat what you said. Um, but like so often, and that, and that has been, has been my personal struggle, which is why I want to help other people out of it is that, you know, you're all the shoulds that people put put on your life and people say, well, God, you know, even that like God would want you to do this. God would want you to do that. Yeah. And, you know, especially like living in like the Bible belt and, you know, the, like the, the Midwest, you know, all these things, it's like, there's what society says you should do. There's what, you know, the church says that God says that you should do and, you know, family, like all these things. But like, the truth is, is that God gave you a desire. Yeah. God gave you these things to put in your heart, but you actually have to clear out all the clutter to be able to hear what he actually put there. Exactly. Exactly. And that's a big part of what you're doing right there, because, you know, yes. like what you were doing, that darkness that, you know, that you that you were dealing with, that mm-hmm. so many other people that you were working with were dealing with. Mm-hmm. That's the clutter. Mm-hmm. So and all of a sudden, you know, like that candle that you were able to put in there, yeah. that's that was the that was the signal. That was the compass. Mm-hmm. That you know mm-hmm. to get you there to grab another analogy <laughs> out of all of this. It's, it's like first, analogies. first is a candle, then it's a compass. I'll I'll figure it out. <laughs> we, are, we are talking about journeys, right? Exactly, exactly. And you know, like everyone, everyone follow you know gets on their journey in the same in their own way. So mm-hmm. yeah, so um, 
so um, when you decided that you were going to want to kind of get this sort of feeling for someone else, when you felt mm-hmm. it yourself, when you're getting mm-hmm. out of the, you felt yourself kind of getting out of that darkness, you're allowing that, allowing you to come mm-hmm. forward and yeah. relishing the fact that you were able to come forward and mm-hmm. flourish the way that you have. Um mm-hmm. What was that feeling like when you were able to apply that to someone else? Oh my gosh, I can't. Like, I just, <laughs> it's just like, the, oh, there's, there's so many, to, I, this is exactly what I'm not saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me fumbling over my words is that's basically how it feels. I get so excited seeing the light go on in someone, Yeah, you know, like it start. it started whenever I first helped um, a little girl get over her fear of going backwards and doing a back, you know, a little back bend. She's three really? you know, doing a, yeah, doing a back bend and over, over the little mailbox, she was scared to go backwards and I got her to trust me, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, baby, I got you, you know, I'm, I'm holding your tummy, you know, like you, like you got it and you just put your feet on the ground and finally she did it. And now she wanted to do it over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. It sounds like my so, daughter. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it's so like that, um, you know, getting over that fear of the unknown, because we like, even if our comfort zone is just like our comfort zone, good or bad is comfortable. Yeah. And, and that's not always good because like they say the, like there's, you know, the diagram it's, you know, it's very prominent. The magic happens outside of your comfort because we don't know what that is. Mm -hmm. The magic is in the unfamiliar. The magic is in the true belief of yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, one, one of the things I, um, uh, I love, I love Christmas. Christmas is my favorite time of year. And one of the movies is like, seeing isn't believing, believing is seeing. Yeah. And so like, whenever you have that belief and so like, you know, I, I showed her that. And so she trusted. Mm -hmm. And so going about my, about my life, just having, and in dance, whenever like that thing finally clicks, it's just like, I celebrate more than they do. Mm You know, because I'm so excited to like see them jump this hurdle that they don't like, they don't know that that they have a taste of it. And I know I can already see what's ahead of them. And I'm like, I'm so excited about it. Um, so like, that's what that is for me. It's like seeing that little bit of magic that's, that's coming out and that is get, that is ready to be unleashed. And it's so exciting for me. Yeah, Yeah, it it really is. Um, having, um, having taught beginners. Um, as mm-hmm. well for a period of time, like over over mm-hmm. in West Coast Swing, and getting them to that place, and even um, I I still remember like one one of my favorite memories of teaching West Coast Swing is when um, uh, Jennifer Walton came up to me mm-hmm. and said that she wasn't sure like if she was going to do the lessons with me or do the lessons with Matt Claire, which were the advanced ones. And uh-huh. so we just went ahead and went through all the basics and she didn't miss a single step. And I just I just told her, I said, you are ready. Go over to Matt right now. And sure enough, she continued on and wound up placing over in in, uh, in, in a newcomer division. And from what I understand, she's still she's still dancing and everything. I don't know exactly how much dancing she's done this past year from the pandemic, but right. she was still going, still competing and still placing. So it, that to me just really, that made my heart very happy to see that. So to be a part of like their, like their origin story. Yeah. 
It's, it's so wonderful. Like no matter which part you get to be a part of, it's all, it's all a blessing, but that is so cool. Like to do, like, I, like I was there at the beginning Yeah, and I got to see their growth. That's so awesome. I love that. It really is. It, and, you know, just having that sort of experience with, with other students and everything, that's, that's a big reason why I can't wait to get back into it. Um, mm-hmm. So just to have that sort of feeling again. Um, yeah. And also just kind of shake the rust off myself. Uh, <laughs> preach, preach. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so was it after you know reaching that first person? Everything was that kind of what made you think that you can really do this? You can really apply this to um, to your own to your own business? Well, okay. So um, there's there's so many different you know pieces to this story. So like um, I ended up. So this is a, this is a new section. Okay. Um, Bring it on. This is what we're um, here for. <laughs> so um, I ended up going to, it was a, it was a three month program called um, for the development of emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. And um, at the end of that program, um, you have a call with the the head facilitator. And so you just, it's kind of like a coaching call, you know, like, because you're being released from the program, what's next, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And this was like, almost this was like, uh, I believe almost eight years ago, actually in April, my graduation, it'll be eight years this year. Um, and so, um, I talked to him, I was like, I really want to do this. And, but like, I didn't have the confidence in that, t- at that time to pursue it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, well, I, and I think it was around the time of me going to school or some, something like that. I can't remember. Right. Um, <laughs> timelines, you know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, he, he had mentioned, um, I think you would be really good at this. Um, I think you'd be really like, but I didn't want to go so far as to get like, you know, be a psychiatrist or a psychologist. I didn't want to go that like doctoral route. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and all of a sudden he's like, Tracy, you know, you can do life coaching and you don't really, you don't need a degree, mm-hmm. um, you know, for that kind of thing. And I was, you know, so I was like, okay. And he was like, I really think that that would be, um, you know, good on your path. And at that time in my life, I still, I still had this need for, um, someone's approval to tell me that it was okay for me to do that. Mm. Uh, you know, and so like, there's, um, uh, in which I have hence gotten over, um, which I'm, I'm very, very blessed to say, but it is, it is still a, um, it is a diligent thing that I have to keep in check. And, and to, to anyone out there listening to realize, you know, like just because you have like a, you know, a deep seated, um, issue or attachment, what, you know, whatever you want to call it, doesn't mean that once you solve it, it's gone. Right. It, it is like it, that those things do take diligent things to keep at bay yeah. um, because if you start ignoring, they will come back. Yeah. They do come back and sneak and sneak up on you. Um, but you know, so at that time I really did need, um, I did need that approval for somebody to tell me that that was okay. And so with that and, and like getting him getting that idea in my head, I just kind of let it lay dormant for a little bit. And then I had these experiences to where I felt like, you know, I really feel like I could help people. And I feel like I have substance and I have, I'm far enough away from college to feel like I really, in life experience and courses and, you know, things I've taken, I've had enough client, you know, clients where I worked with at the agency doing behavior development. I did that. I did go into that, but just not life coaching. Right. Right. So I had practice with actual people. And then honestly, teaching dance also turns into somewhat mm-hmm. a, a life coaching session. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of times like, you know, da- like dance things and life often parallels. And one of the, my, the things I say all the time, if you in dance, just like in life, the more control you try to have, the less you actually do. Yeah. So let it go and go with the flow. And it's actually going to turn out way better than you could have imagined. Mm-hmm. So, um, I honestly forgot your question, but <laughs> I think well, I answered it. What, what was it? Yeah, basically just saying like, what was it about 
that um, that first that first time around when you were able to really help someone? Is that what really made you want to apply that to a business and to keep doing that? Yeah, I mean, and honestly, I think having this is something that I would totally do for free, but everybody has to pay bills, right? Of course. Um, um, but you know, so like seeing the being able to do something that I enjoy that can impact someone else's life for the positive, and maybe that would could make that their life change as well. Why not do something like that that you love? Build a life that you love and work through that rather than you know try to do the things you love after work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Which, yeah, absolutely. Total, I totally get that. Um, so tell us, you know, just um, tell us where where you are right now with Magical Mindset. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like we um, right now, right now I'm just doing um, one on one sessions mm-hmm. um, where um because I, I like to get to know people eventually, like um, later on in the year, I plan on doing group sessions and different things like that. We talk about accountability. We talk about uh, goal setting. But like the main thing that makes it up is mindset, accountability, gratitude, intention, and clarity and confidence. Nice. And all of that smells out, spells out magic. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah. And, um, and if you can, if you can tap into the, that, piece of your life. And a lot of times we need that help to clear out that clutter, to get the mindset for that. Mm-hmm. And to, and I offer accountability to make sure that we, you're on the path that we talked about, that we set out in front of you and to make sure that you are, you know, clear about those things. Um, I'm excited for the year after 2020. Yeah. I really feel like everything is up from here and, you know, take realizing that, in my opinion, 2020 is definitely a year of vision. Mm-hmm. 2020 gave us vision about, yeah. you know, the things that we can, you know, things that we can live without, but mm-hmm. also the things that are so important to us. And so I believe it's important to take the things that 20, the lessons that 2020 taught us and add that sprinkle of magic that we have to mm-hmm. make 2021 all it can be and all that we can be. That's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There are too many people that are just saying, oh, we got to skip over 2020. It's like, no, 2020 no. is when we figured out who we are and yes. and and what we want to do about our, the situation that we're in. And mm-hmm. so it was I I'm right there with you. I consider 2020 a huge, huge learning huge. session. Um, huge. Yeah. And I'm really excited for for what the future holds. And mm-hmm. um Based on your um, based on your experience, mm-hmm. you had mentioned to me in uh, in the past how you kind of want to take the element of of um, of magical mindset and put it in a travel form. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So, what uh, do you have? Uh, is that in motion? Is it something that's going to happen later on? Is there um, what what are your what are your ideas for that? So, okay. So, <laughs> so the, the business that I had tried to start before this, and I feel like I kind of, I feel like particularly God will, will like, he'll give you ideas, but it might not be time for it to happen just yet. So mm-hmm. I tried to do empowerment retreats and that was under a Tracy face adventures. Okay. Um, that was, that was the business that I had. And mm-hmm. so, but I wasn't an established coach at that time. Right. And so I wanted, so I feel like 
maybe doing it in this order. So doing magical mindset and doing that and having that lead into travel, you know, travel retreats. And so the plan is, and yes, it is still, it is still going to be a thing. Excellent. Um, uh, because I can't imagine not like having those ideas and not following through with them. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was put on hold for a great purpose. Yeah. Um, because I believe that it was, it needed to happen in this order. Yeah. Um, and so, um, so the whole point is to, um, to, to remove people from their normal bubble mm-hmm. and they can, you know, they can choose the location. Um, I had, um, I had one set up in Tulum. I had one set up in Rome. Those did not come to fruition, but those will still be on, you know, like in the deal later, there will also be one in Bali. Um, but the goal will be to have at the start, at least two a year, mm-hmm. but, but for you to come now, if you want to come with a person, okay, come with a person. Um, if you want to come solo, come solo. The, the thing is to remove you from the things that normally surround you, the society that normally surrounds you, the, the, the noises, the, just like your, your comfort zone. So I want to remove yeah. you from that. And obviously, and obviously go to someplace that's magical and tropical and amazing. <laughs> um, of, course. Of, course. of course. Yeah. And, and, you know, and help you learn about yourself through a lot, you know, a number of different techniques, some mindset, some meditation, some yoga, some cultural things because because getting embedded into a different culture i believe is extremely important to your growth mm-hmm. um i think that that's something that um honestly i think that's something that should be put in high school yeah. or at the very least college as as a requirement um to to get outside and experience other cultures um because that is, that is just it changes who you are yeah on so many different levels i can't I can't even, um, and it, it, it expands your mindset, expand, it expands how you think, it expands how you talk, it expands how you listen. Yeah. Um, and so that's what something that I want to bring, um, to, that's what something I want to bring to my coaching and bringing mm-hmm. in other experts, not just myself and, and making it a very empowering experience for all involved. That's great. That's not, that sounds terrific. Very inspiring too. Um, Thank you. It's very. It's it reminds me a lot of. I took I took this particular class in college twice uh, when I was a theater major, and it was clo- it was called exploring the performing arts. And mm-hmm. having gone to college in New York City, that gives cool. a lot of benefits. Um, mm-hmm. And a big one is the fact that we were able to see Broadway, off Broadway, and off off Broadway, um, <laughs> and every week we would see a different show. That was part of the that was that was what it was all about. And so uh, my first time that I did it, it was in uh, spring 1996 and I was a sophomore. And our first show was this little show at the New York Theater Workshop called Rent. You never know what's going to eventually you know come of that. You know, we saw, you know, so many different shows, like I said, Broadway, off Broadway and off off Broadway. And it opened you up to to all the different types of theater that is out there that was right at our fingertips by doing that. So that's very that's that was the closest thing that I really experienced in ter- in terms of seeing all other cultures. So much so much great experience stayed with me because we got outside of what we would normally see. And so that was that was it right there, getting yeah. out of our comfort zone. And I love that. Yeah. So what um, what sort of advice do you have for someone who wants to get into this sort of business and into the empowerment 
business. Um, right. it's, it, so, it sounds kind of crass to say that, but at the same time, like oh. someone who wants to actually go into that field and mm-hmm. apply what they know, you know, like apply what they can learn to helping other people, what would you suggest to them? I love this question. This is so great because it's something I personally had to work through. And the thing is, is that don't do it the way everybody else does it. Mm -hmm. Don't do it the way you're quote unquote supposed to do it. Yeah. Find what works for you and do it that way. Even if someone says, no, that's not how it's done. That's you're not supposed to do it that way. You you need to follow this template and you need to do it. Now there are certain things as far as business is concerned. Yeah, sure. Follow that. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that you have a story and you have a voice that only like that this one person over here is the, that's the only thing that they can hear is your story and how you say it. Mm-hmm. And so listen to that. You are put here for a purpose Mm-hmm. And you're here to reach that person and that person. That those are people that they might not be able to hear me. Yeah. Right. So so don't try to do things the way that someone else says to do it. Mm-hmm. Go with your gut. Go with the inner magic that is inside you. Clear yeah. out the clutter and listen to your heart. Listen to yourself and move forward with that. It does not have to be perfect. That's the other thing. Number two, <laughs> it does not have to be perfect to go forward. Yeah. It, like perfection, perfection is never going to happen anyway. Like we know, we know this, right. you know, but like, but the, just simply putting it out there, mm-hmm. the support, you will get more support than you realize, but it's mainly when you are true to yourself. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And where can my listeners find you? On social media. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Tracy Face Coaching. That's um, T-R-A-C-Y, um, F-A-C-E, Coaching. Mm-hmm. You can find me there on Facebook and Instagram. Um, you can also find me on TikTok, which honestly, it's I'm new to TikTok. And so that's probably, like, I'd probably have to send you that for the show notes. Right. Uh, um, and I also have a motivational text coming out uh, that, that I send out weekly as well. Um, and I can give you um, information on the show notes for that for um, people to um, to jump on board for those weekly motivations. Oh, is well. that is that through community? I am. No, I am not on community right now. I'm on Project Broadcast. Thank you so much, Tracy. And as promised, here are some of the New Year's resolutions that I've gotten so far. Hello, my name is Laura and I am from Oregon. I am so excited for season three of Excelsior Journeys. This is an incredible podcast. Well, my hobby is genealogy, the study of family histories. My goal for 2021 is to track down more family members and just to keep up the sharing of photos and stories so that our family history will continue to grow. My second plan for 2021 is to help other people discover their ancestry. I'm not a professional genealogist, but I do like helping people. If they would like more detailed information, they will be able to private message me at um, tiktokgenealogy at gmail.com. And they can also follow me on Instagram. My name is Lisa. I live in Prescott, Arizona. Well, I've been dealing with a rare disease called adiposis dolorosa for about 36 years now. So I think this year for my 2021 New Year's resolution, I'm going to eat healthier, take more herbs, 
supplements, and I will definitely stay more hydrated. I hope everyone stays safe and we all have a happier, healthier 2021. I hope that all of you have been able to take everything that's, that Tracy's been talking about, apply it to yourself. Remember, this is a brand new year. We have so many wonderful opportunities at our fingertips right now. And this is the time for you to do everything that is in your heart, everything that you truly desire, and take the time to make it happen because you never know what direction it's going to go in. But at the same time, you are doing something that you are passionate about. That is what Excelsior Journeys is all about. That is what Tracy is all about. I applaud Tracy for everything that she is that she has done, everything that she's doing. And I applaud all of you for doing the same. So for Tracy Staten, this is George Soroy saying to all of you, ever upward. And I will see you next week. 